Hello, everyone. This is Justin. Um, I'm the host of the show that you're listening to. So, quick quick notes. A few quick things. I have a few changes, a few updates. So, I'm using this new audio software. I want to let you guys know about it in advance to listening. Um, so that if it is dog shit, uh, this is new. And it's kind of on a trial basis, so... This is my first episode using this new recording software. Um, so if it sucks, then I, I won't keep doing it. But uh, so far, it's working out okay, I suppose. As long as I can work out all the kinks. Um, there are a few notes about the show. Uh, you might hear some noise in the background. Um, the air conditioner, apparently, um, decided it wanted to be a part of the show. So when the air conditioning came on, it picked up. Now, when I recorded this previously, that's always happened in the past, but I never noticed it before, and I only noticed it this time. So I don't know if it's because of recording software or what's going on, but anyway, if you hear some, like, background whooshing noise, that's my air conditioner. And I didn't realize that it happened until after the fact, and I wasn't about to re-record the entire show with our guest today, who is, by the way, Charles Randall is a guest today. He's super interesting dude like extremely smart speaks like five languages I, I might be exaggerating but it's like at least three maybe four um he's kind of iffy on the fourth i believe but super smart dude awesome guy he's he's a buddy of mine i've had for a couple of years every time we talk we always have these really long elaborate interesting conversations every single time like, the, the guy is always interesting to talk to. Um, so I wanted to have him on for a while. Uh, so I finally got a chance to have him on. Actually, I talk to him all the time. But then I was like, every time we talk, we talk for over an hour just about all this stuff. And I was like, dude, we're wasting all this gold here. So um, anyway, I, I called him, and he didn't know this whole time during the recording. He had no idea that he was being recorded for the show. I didn't tell him until the end. So, but I did get his permission, obviously, um, on air, legally binding, uh, so he can't back out. But, uh, yeah, so uh, it's a really good uh, discussion. I think you'll like it. Uh, you, might have, you might notice what you're about to hear is going to be new as well. There's a little intro, a little audio piece. I want to say a big thank you and give a shout-out to DJ Sleepwalker. Uh, you... <laughs> You may know him as Zach Taylor. He's a guest who's been on the show a couple times. Um, good buddy of mine from way back in sixth grade. I've known him forever. Uh, but he does some DJing on the side. What you're about to hear is in no way representative of his capabilities as a DJ. He's actually much better than what you're about to hear. He literally threw this together in like under a minute for me. Um, and then just gave it to me so that I could use it as an intro. Uh, so if you don't like it, it's not his fault. It's what I told him to make, and he just whipped it together real quick. So, But he, but he is a very good DJ. Um, that's not his job, but he just does it for a hobby. And also, uh, thank you to Aaron Smith for helping me out with this. If it ends up being made and posted and you hear it, then that means that it was only able to be done so because Aaron helped me out in figuring out these kinks with the re new recording software. So thank you, Aaron. He is uh, the founder, one of the co-founders of uh, Card53 
improv comedy group that's been going for over a decade in East Texas and all over East Texas. They're very good. I went to a show of theirs. I recorded a show at their show before their show. I recorded a show on this podcast, but it didn't end up getting recorded because of a technical difficulty, which was totally 100% my fault. So (laughs) he's been on the show once before, but he was supposed to be twice and I completely missed. So Aaron, thank you. You're awesome. Um, Okay, that's it. Enjoy the show. Hey, Justin, what's up, man? What's going on, my man? Man, I've been chilling here doing just a lazy-ass summer, just not doing jack shit. Like, <laughs> I think As I, you should. You, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. That's exactly what you're supposed to do over the summer. I did get vaccinated. I'm feeling good about that. But, like, other than that, like... You let the um, man put a microchip in you? What's wrong with you? Yeah, I know. I know. Oh, my it's, God. You know, because it's China. Do you, <laughs> do you hate America? <laughs> do you hate your freedom? What's wrong with you? I know, like, wearing a mask and shit. Like, what, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah, I know. Do, do you still, are you still a mask? No, 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 no. Oh, I'm, I'm not fucking, I, I got vaccinated for a reason. It's too hot to wear a damn mask in the summertime in Texas. Come on now. I know, isn't that like, funny how Fauci was like, no, nah, I don't have to wear a mask. And then it's like, well, if you get vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. And then now, not only if you're vaccinated, do you still have to wear a mask, but now you got to wear like two masks, <laughs> even if you're vaccinated. And I'm like, what the fuck was the point in getting vaccinated? Right, 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 right. That's the only reason I did it. Cause I was like, I don't want to wear a mask all goddamn. So, so even wait, though I'm not going anywhere. So here's like, what I'm saying. Like, am I safe or not? If I get vaccinated, am I safe right. or not? And if it, I'm safe, why do I got to keep wearing the mask? It can't be both ways. Like, you can't have the cake and eat it, too. It's got to be one or the other. Like, you know. I know. I agree. Yeah, I I don't get... But you know what? Or you could just be like me and never wear a mask or get vaccinated and just just say, fuck it. (laughs) You know, know, when I go to the store, I never judge anybody. You know, the funniest thing, and I was was telling my buddy, he was like, you know, I was talking about getting vaccinated, and he was like, okay, well, all right. And then there was these... Two old white people, like, they weren't together. There was one old man at the counter. He was like, I'm here for medication. It's not a vaccination, but I did get one. And he was like, son, um, it, you don't have nothing to worry about. Oh, that's a snake. Okay. Um, you don't have nothing to worry about. Um, sorry, I'm outside. Um, <laughs> and that's a snake. I thought that was part of the story. I was like, you're at the pharmacy, and then there was a snake there. Don't eat the snake. Stop it. Um, it's a little um. So uh, he's like, yeah, man, I, I didn't have any side effects or whatever. And I was like, okay, thanks for telling me that. I didn't ask for any of that information, but thanks. Uh-huh. And then uh, I was sitting on the seat. This old white lady came. She's like, you know, son, I just got my vaccination, too. And I feel good. And I didn't get sick. And I'm like, but I did get fucking sick. I got sick the next day. Like, I was, like, not super sick, but just, like, I had cold. I was going through menopause. Had uh-huh. hot and cold flashes. And, uh. But it, it only lasted for, like, four or five hours, and it was over, and I was fine. But, like, yeah, I went and did it because, you know, I got to go back to work next year. And, and you know, chances are you're probably not going to fucking get it because very few people have it now, you know. So 
Well, yeah, and you know what's weird is that people feel this obligation to let everyone know that they've been vaccinated. Like, if if you get vaccinated, you know, you may... Oh, they give you a card and shit. They give you, like, a card. You can, like, a card-carrying member of the vaccination squad. Like, they give you a fucking card. You can wave it around if you want to. Well, and I'm wondering, why are we still requiring this? Because, you know, the, the... the, the virus and the disease is not as deadly as, you know, other things that we've experienced in the past, yet we have to walk around with this proof, or we don't have to walk around with the proof, I guess, but, you know, they're I, I issuing proof that you got it. I think what scares people is this, it's so fucking contagious, you know. It's very contagious. I think that's why people freaked out. Well, but that, it, isn't the flu also very contagious? I never got a flu vaccine. Well, me either, but I've never, but I rarely ever get the flu. But what I'm saying is, like, when you when people do get the flu vaccine, they don't, you know, they don't walk around with a card saying that they got the flu vaccine, and mm-hmm. feel like they should let everybody know whether they have or have not had the flu vaccine. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I hear you. Um, it's weird. It's kind of you know. Um, I don't think anybody's gonna like make anybody get it. Um. It's kind of, you know, roll your dice, you know. Um, and I think that's the way it kind of should be. Like, if you don't want to do it, don't do it. Because I, I bought it for a long time. I didn't. I, I don't like vaccines. I don't. I don't. And the only reason I got this one is because I wanted to be, you know, go out and be regular and not be in, in fear. Because I was like, well, this one's, you know, it's kind of a dangerous disease. I mean, it's, you know, not. The, it probably wouldn't kill me. But, like, you know, I don't want to pass it on to anybody. No, whatever. So I, I did it for my own reasons, but uh, yeah, and I don't poo-poo anybody that got the vaccine. I, I don't want to sound like uh, someone who's just, you know, anti-vax in general because I'm not. I mean, I'm I'm all for, you know. I think everybody's different, and I think that like some things for your body, you like like I said, I never got flu vaccine because like if I get flu vaccine, I'm probably just gonna get the fucking flu. Like I just know my body, you know, and how it works. Yeah. And I have a pretty good immune system. And probably, I'm probably herd immune from fucking COVID anyway, just because I taught kids all year. And their parents had COVID and their uncles and their cousins. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's been passed around enough to where we're probably at a point where... But that's just my opinion. I think that, like, you know, because I worry about my dog. Because, you know, you can give it to your dog. But I'm like, well, my dog lives with me. And I'm vaccinated. And she looks my face every other goddamn you know so like, she's probably fine like you know what i mean like she's got my germs yeah well and, the, yeah and, and the thing that people don't really understand about vaccines and i'm not saying that you're one of these people i'm just saying people in general so one of the things that they don't really understand about vaccines is that they they confuse or they conflate uh vaccination with immunity and they think that oh if i'm vaccinated it makes me immune to this thing and I can't get it and I also can't spread it and this and that's just not how it works you know like being vaccinated is more like practice it's like practice for your immune system but you know if you're you know uh, playing a sport like basketball or something you know you can you can practice for the team that you're about to play but just because you practice for the team you're about to play doesn't mean you're going to beat that team right. when the time comes to actually play no, and, and, and by no means is it a no I, I, it's not inoculation it's just yeah 
Yeah, well, people people conflate that, and they think that oh, because I've been vaccinated, now I'm immune and I can't get it. And I'm like, no, you can still get it. Like your body's better prepared to fight it because right. it's had practice, but it's not immunity. And right. when you walk around, let's say that you know you do contract the virus into your body, so the virus is in your body. But you you got the vaccine, right? So your immune system, because it's had practice against this virus, it may take longer for the virus to make you have symptoms if you have any symptoms at all. But nonetheless, that virus is still in you. And you're walking around and you have this virus in you and you're but you don't know it because you don't have symptoms because your immune system is doing its job, which is a good thing. That is a good thing for you. But you don't know that that virus is in your body and you're still exhaling these viral particles as you breathe, even though you're not showing symptoms because you got the vaccine. Right, but, but it's part of you now. But you can yeah. still spread it. So when you're walking around, you may feel more emboldened to just, you know, talk in people's faces and share drinks with people and all this kind of stuff because you're like, oh, I'm vaccinated. I'm, I'm good to go. But that's, uh, but what you're doing is you're uh, in uh, unwittingly, perhaps, because you're being more emboldened and you feel more comfortable to go out in public and do these things, you could be spreading it more so than you otherwise would if you were still taking precautions as if you weren't vaccinated. You know what I mean? So I feel like people who... There, I feel like it could go both ways. I'm not telling people not to get vaccinated. This is not a vaccine thing. This is not a argument for or against vaccinations in general. I'm just saying that people need to understand that just because they're vaccinated doesn't mean that they're immune. You're not. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, and you can still proof. spread it. Right. And, but you may spread it more so than you otherwise would because if you don't get the vaccine, now you, now you're not going out to clubs. Yeah. and But now you're going out to clubs and you're screaming in people's faces because you're drunk. Oh. And Fortunately, I don't go out to clubs <laughs> and I try not to get in people's faces. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I, well, wonder, I hung yeah. out. Yeah. I was social distancing before it was cool. Let's just say that. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> well, people social distanced me. It wasn't. I didn't have a choice. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, like I was the weird one, right? Because I, I didn't go like, out and do anything I cool or hang on. Like, yeah, he's, he's all right. I know. <laughs> but then it became cool to social distance, and now all of a sudden everybody's doing it, and it's cool. And I'm like, I've always been social distancing. I was always an introvert. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I always stayed at home and watch TV while everyone was no, going I'm on. Only child, man. Like, you know, you're preaching to the choir over here. Oh, speaking, that was the story I wanted. So, yeah, so what's the story? Go ahead. The Mormons came back. So. <laughs> that is not where I was expecting you to go with that. Like, that wasn't that wasn't the opening, the opener I was ex- expecting. But go ahead. I, 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 I'm sorry, I did not have a, a <laughs> The Mormons are back. Yeah, they've been around for a while. Well, they came over my house, like, two years ago, like, on Thanksgiving Day. My parents had just left the house, uh-huh. and then, like, they came over, and I called my mom, and she was like, oh, yeah, I saw them. They were on their bikes towards your house when we were leaving. I was like, why'd you run them over? No, I just, 
Why don't you hit them with your car? Why didn't you murder them in the middle of the street? That would have been better. <laughs> I would have had a better thing. But, but they're so nice. They are. They are. And like, I went to a Mormon school as a kid, you know. And it's oh, nice, shit. You're going to have to tell me about that, but go ahead. Okay. But, it, you know, it, it, it gets to be on the level of, like, fake. Like, no one's this nice. Like, I understand that. But you're still a person. Like, you still, like you know what I mean? It's like something beneath it. And it, it's like, and my parents have Mormon neighbors. that They have, like, 12 plus kids. And anyway, so the first time they came up was two young men in the black suits looking like, I thought they were Jehovah's Witness, you know. And, um. They're like, no, we're the Church of Latter-day Saints right around the corner from your house. I'm like, great, look. <laughs> I'm about to have to move. <laughs> I sell my house and move. So they, they switched tactics, though. So um, Lulu was going, the, the doorbell rang, Lulu was going crazy. And so I look out the window, and I'm looking at two girls that look like they're from, like, the fucking Handmaid's Tale or some shit. They look like... Oh, they're girls. Like, yeah, they sent girls this time. Oh, shit. They're diversifying. Like 8 o'clock, so I'm like, hey, yeah, I'm opening the door. Like, Mormons you know, are getting like, woke. Yeah, yeah. So, but they had a car. Equality. <laughs> oh, they let them drive? That's... Hashtag equality. Um, anyway, so, they were, I mean, you know, they were wearing their long dresses and everything, but they were nice, they were fine, they were, you know, about high school age kids, and I was like, um... It's a dangerous to be knocking at people's door at 8 o'clock at night, you know. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, <laughs> what, like, what? how old were these girls? I had 17, 8, maybe, I don't know, maybe 16. But I, I don't know. They were good. Young enough to, like, be on fucking one of these, you know, ID Discovery documentaries. Um, That was about the age they were. <laughs> Yeah. I've been watching a lot of ID Discovery, and I was like, are these girls here to murder me? Were the, <laughs> they young enough to be on an Amber Alert? I, 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 what's the age cut off? I, I, don't, know. I don't know. I there's, think, is it 18? I, I think it's 18. And then, you know what the fuck is, the, fuck, the thing about Amber Alert is like, it's always some shit like far away. Oh, this happened in, uh, Avalon. Oh, I know, I got one today. I got one like this, this afternoon for like, uh, what was it? Like, El Paso or some shit, and yeah, I'm like, like, I'm not anywhere near old. Like, I'm not gonna see this car you're talking about, you know? Yeah. Well, no, that was yeah. It was. <laughs> Alert me in ten hours. <laughs> I know. That's how long it takes to drive here, if they don't stop. And you know, if they abducted a child, the child's gotta pee every couple of hours. You know, they're gonna have to. It's gonna take longer than that. You gotta get snacks. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And, and- Right. They send you their how old they are and their name and the car that they're in, and I'm like, how does that help me? Yeah. There's like a thousand Toyota Corollas. Right, right, Oh, but here's the license plate. Oh yeah, I'm really gonna memorize that and check out every single car. I know they should send a picture. Why don't they send pictures? And a recent picture, not like one of those, you know, oh, yeah. Michael Brown pictures where he's like 21 <laughs> years old. And then the, the only picture you ever see of him is like when he was like 12. It's like, um, no, that's like, an adult now. Y- yeah, this is a grown ass man in the video. And the picture you're showing me is from like his third grade yearbook. What are you doing? 
So anyway, continue with the story. I'm sorry. Your Mormon they girls were, show up at your house. They were fun. I, they, I think they were just bewildered. But like, they know so much about it. Like, it's scary. So, are you Charles? I'm like, well, how the fuck do you know when you own property, you know, public record and shit? So they probably... But why are the Mormons going online looking at who lives somewhere? Like, it feels really weird. It feels like... I feel like the stopo and shit. Like, they're just checking up on everybody, like... So, where do you work? Like, they're asking questions. Like, why in the fuck would you ask me that? Like, you know. Yeah, I mean, it is... It is, like, public information. I mean, you know, you can go on the property tax records or the county website and look at the tax records and you can see... You know that all the info you can see all the information you can't see like any contact information except for the address and like their billing address and all that but i mean yeah you can just look that up but they went through the trouble which is weird yeah and then you know the whole thing just weirds me out i'm like okay the mormon church like didn't even accept black people until like 1976 because like politics like you know like Come on, man. Like, why are y'all over here? Like, what, what do you, what's y'all's agenda? What are y'all doing? I think they're just checking up on the neighborhood to see who lives over here. I, I think that's what they're doing. <laughs> like, they're just like... Just want to make sure our property value is going to stay high. Yeah, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like. Like, they're just... <laughs> but just like they're looking, like, they're, but I shook their hands and they look like, you're shaking my hand. Like, oh, I'm sorry, do women not touch... Like, do we? Are we not supposed to? T- like, what, what? What's the rule? I don't know. I shake hands. Like, you know, we talked. You did, know. Did uh, you shake and, hands? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but, but they were just. They were so weak because I was like, so I said, well, um, I said I'm a school teacher because they asked me if I said was yeah. I said personally, I'm Baptist, so you know, I don't, you know, got Mormon. So and they were like, oh, do you go to first Mormon, uh, first Baptist over here or whatever? And I'm like, um, I haven't attended in a while. Um, I don't give people money for judging me so like I didn't say that but like you know I said I hadn't attended in a while or whatever you're going said, to hell give me ten dollars <laughs> yeah right that's <laughs> Southern Baptist so I was like you know I said I haven't attended I'm a school teacher and you know I like to decompress during the summer you know they're like oh wow well, I was like oh, I teach Plano East you know I'm just spilling the beans over here and she was like, oh, what grade do you teach? I was like, 12th grade, you know, I teach algebra 2. She's like, oh, you're super smart. I'm like, mm, algebra 2 for 12th graders, not the super smart class. <laughs> just tell you, it's not pre-cal, it's not calc. They know. should be taking, like, it's, algebra 5 at that point. Yeah, it's just trying to get the fuck out of high school, algebra 2 as a senior. Like, you're just, you need to fill your four credits, you know, for math, and that's uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> But they were just so, I was like, I don't know if you've seen any of those shows, like, um, oh, they got a bunch of shows about, like, uh, Amish and Mennonites and stuff like that, and they just, uh-huh. they re- they rang that bell. When I looked out the window, I was like, I have to talk to these people. <laughs> like, these, these people look like they come from another century. <laughs> oh, so how were they dressed? They're, they were they were females, so, like, did they have on, like, the black pants and white shirt and a black tie? Like, the no, dudes no, or the, what? The, the larger girl, and they were both pretty fit, but the larger girl had um, a brown, long brown dress on, and the skinny girl had, like, a gray uh, long dress on. Like, you know. Okay, be honest. Long. For a second there, like, when two 
not ugly girls ring your bell at nighttime? Were you yeah. sort of thinking that this might be the start of a porno? <laughs> like a real life porno I that you're going to be bed, in? And I, I answered the door and I said, don't come on, I bet <laughs> you like run back, shut the lights off, light some candles, turn on some. Hold on, let me light some candles. <laughs> Turn on some sexy music and then open the door. Like, put some baby oil in your chest and open the door. Oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't expecting company. Oh. I was just doing what I always do. You're not the pizza girl. <laughs> oh. So, but, okay, we still haven't talked about, like, why they're there. I mean, they, they were just there to do regular Jehovah Witness stuff? on my window like it's pretty like you can see it it says no soliciting which I guess they're not really selling anything they're selling Jesus so I guess that's it's, that makes them exempt well yeah churches are exempt from taxes right so I guess they're not really selling anything come here well I mean they are they are selling they are selling they're it, selling it's, it's you yeah they're yeah. selling stuff I mean there's it's not a it's not something you can buy church, or like a church ain't free I mean it can be if you don't ever you know, ties, but then people are gonna look at you funny. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so uh, how did it end? It was fine. They, they let because uh, Lula jumped on one of them. She ran outside and jumped on the. Did you girl. make them climax? That's what I want to know. <laughs> did I don't know. They, 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 they're actually <laughs> pretty big. <laughs> Especially when I took their hand, they're like, oh, I'm touching black people now. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've never touched black skin before. <laughs> Did it rub off? <laughs> I got some on me. <laughs> oh, so they just, okay, so like you told them, like you just told them, hey, I'm, I'm oh, 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 like okay, how so long, how long did y'all talk for? Tell me the details. Oh, about five minutes. Um, the bigger girl was like, well, maybe because Lula was going crazy in the house, obviously. She's just like barking and going nuts and shit. And uh, the, the other girl, she's like, well, maybe we can come back later so we can talk. Oh, yeah, you and, can. <laughs> <laughs> come back later, baby. <laughs> 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 Wear less clothes next time. With long ass dresses. <laughs> be anything underneath them long ass dresses. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> Shit. Hey, you know, you know who I think the world's hottest women might be? Hmm. Muslim chicks. Oh, yeah. Oh, probably. my God. I've, listen. They're probably, trying to, they're probably trying to hide it from everybody. They don't want people to know. I know. You know? I, I think that's why they wear the garb is because they don't want people to know how hot they are. I've seen a couple of, like, real legit... They have the... Um, not the full face covering but just the head what's that called oh the hijab yeah yeah hijab um so yeah i mean i've seen muslim chicks with the, the hijab on and they're wearing like fitted clothes not huge baggy ones right and i'm like God oh, no. well, i have yeah. never oh. in my life seen an ugly muslim chick in a hijab never There's, they're there all hot a, every single one there was this girl at plano east she used to drive this pink mustang 
and she wore the hijab, but like her tits were always out. She like, had these humongous tits. She was like, and, and like she just had them out. And like, <laughs> what's the point in wearing the hijab <laughs> if your tits are out? Very, very modest. Oh, I'm so <laughs> modest. Look at my tits. I was like, um, and the tight jeans and shit. But like, it was just the hijab. It was like. I guess dad let her go out of the house because he thinks hair is the only thing boys look at. Like, Here's oh, what... well, as long as your hair is covered, like, you're fine. Pull all that stuff out. That's fine. Like, <laughs> but it was just so ridiculous. And she wasn't small. She was, like, six foot. And she was, like, she was built. Like, That's a tall drink. Yeah, she was a brick shit house. Just boobs and butt and, like, tight jeans. Pits all out. It's just like, well, um, Okay. Pink Mustang, I'm like, yeah, real modest. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Well, here's what she did. She wore a full-on burka. Is that what it's called? There you go. The full thing? When she left home, yeah. Yeah, yeah and she left it. home, and then she went to her friend's house, hopped in her friend's <laughs> pink Mustang, where she has, where she took her burka off, and for some reason left the hijab, and... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's now what I want she you does. looking at my hair. <laughs> Don't look at that. Well, hair. I know, right? You can you can look at my tits all day, but God forbid. That drives you, guys crazy. Hair just <laughs> God forbid you see my sexy ass hair, then you might really lose it. That that's when I have to, you know, sit down and yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. That's really weird. Like I I don't know. I mean, I I'm sure that they probably understand it, and I don't because I'm not woke. And I'm a straight white male, and I don't understand. But um, no, I'm not. I'm not downing it. I'm all for hot Muslim chicks showing their tits. I'm just saying, I don't understand the point of the hijab in addition right, to right. doing that. You're kind of killing your your point when you yeah. Yeah, you're killing the point, you know. Am and I, I'm sure I'm she kidding. probably got a lot of shit from her own community because they're probably like, "Oh, you slut! Like you're walking around with your tits out," you know. Because most of them are pretty modest. But you're right; they are hot. They're yeah. pretty hot. Yeah, I've never seen an ugly one. You know why? You know why I think there's no ugly ones? Because mm. I think they murder the ugly ones. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Damn. I think like. When they get, when, you know, it's like arranged marriages, right? I think when they get set up with the husband and they, they don't see their face, right? Until after they're already married and until it's time. And then they take the veil off, right? That's where the tradition of the veil comes from. It's not necessarily from, from Muslim culture, but just from arranged marriages. And the husband had never I, seen the wife before that day. I, I have a theory about the, the veil and the arrangement. I have a theory about the veil. Okay. I think that men used to um, marry off their ugliest daughters first. Oh. It, and so, you know, if you got a bunch of fine-ass daughters, and then, like, dudes are like, oh, yeah, I want to marry your daughter. He's like, yeah, you're going to marry the pretty one. And then, like, when okay. the day of the wedding comes, you just pass the ugliest one off. She's like, she ain't got no teeth and shit. Like, <laughs> she, she fucked up. <laughs> well, here's what I'm thinking. Like, it, you could, okay. If, if if there's no veil, if there's no veil, and the husband is standing there at the altar, and she's she comes walking down the aisle, if she's a butterface, then he's gonna he's gonna take off running, right? But if she's hot, he'll stay. So what they do 
is they leave, they put the veil on to leave the mystery there until she gets all the way to the altar and they're facing each other. And at that point, it's a lot harder for the groom to run away. When you like realize the, you have the snake for a tongue. Right, like they're yeah. already up there. Like you don't, Yeah. you don't even, like they didn't even lift the veil. Didn't they not even lift the veil until like after they said I do and it was time to kiss? Right. Right? Like, so, I mean, I could be wrong on that. I don't know, but maybe they lifted the veil before. Because I know today you do it at the beginning if there is a veil, which nobody wears a fucking veil anymore. Well, in America, you know, we invented the shotgun wedding. Just like, <laughs> fuck you, you're married. <laughs> you're married. Well, you're, you break it, you buy it. <laughs> when you started getting pregnant out of wedlock, that's when the shotgun right. wedding came about. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, you break it, you buy it. Like, yeah. it's yours now. Like, I already know what this bitch fun. looks like. We ain't got to do the whole veil thing, all right? I don't fuck her. We don't need to. Which is what, oh, oh, what was the funny meme I saw? It was like, dudes in America, and it was just like two dudes walking past this girl in like hot-ass yoga pants. She looked good. They weren't even looking, you know, you're you're desensitized by this point, right? Like, you're just like, yeah, chicks can just walk around basically naked. We're, we're, we're used to it, whatever. Um, but then they were like, dudes in Saudi Arabia, it was two dudes on a bike looking at this chick in full burka, like, all black. They're looking, they're just, like, checking her out. Like, you can't even see anything. <laughs> that has to make dudes so thirsty. I think that's why so much violence. Man, look at the like, ankles on that one. Oh, she's yeah, got really yeah, nice yeah. ankles. Man. <laughs> Was that a, what, what accent did I just do? Did I just do Russian? She has really nice ankles. Is that Middle Eastern, or is that... I can't tell. I have no clue. <laughs> it's it's close. Russia and the I've Middle East are really not I've that far apart, the... honestly. Huh? I Which said one? what? I said Russia and the Middle East are really not that far apart, honestly. No, they're very close in well, um, Western Russia. You yeah. know, there's a lot of admixture and stuff like that, like Kazakhstan or um, you know, in East Russia they look a little more Asian. Um, right. There's but, like uh, weird, weird hybrid countries, like like you said, like. Uh, uh, Kazakhstan, um, like yeah, Bor yeah. the Borat country. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kazakhstan is the greatest country <laughs> in the world. <laughs> yeah, no, when it's a lot, that's why, you know, I, that's why I kind of try not to get into racial. So it's like everybody's kind of admixed. Like, at this point, humans have been on the planet forever. Yeah, I get that there's some people, like, the Danish or whatever, like, super white, or, like, if you go to Zimbabwe, they're super black. But, like, <laughs> most of us who live in the New World are kind of admixed, you know, even though, you know, you might be the same race, but, like, it's still, like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, but you're not pure, you know, I can't go be and be like, oh, I'm straight from Ghana. Like, dude, my last name's Randall. Um. I can't, <laughs> I can't be straight up. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I had my DNA analyzed, and I actually have a picture on my phone. I can pull it up. I am a lot of different things, all predominantly white things. But I am, I know I'm 40% German. Um, here, let me, it's in my favorites, I think. I saved it in my favorites as like a short quick easy or did i yeah here we go okay so 37 percent german okay 20 percent eastern europe and russia very white right okay mm -hmm. 
Ireland and Scotland, 11% super white. England, Wales, and Northwestern Europe, super white, 11%. European Jewish, could European Jewish, not Middle Eastern Jewish, okay? Still white. <laughs> Baltic states, 4%. Norway, 4%. Then... That's all super white. Then you get down to the 2% and 1%. Spain, Turkey, and the oh. Caucasus. That's cool. Caucasus. Is it... How do you say that? You're smarter than... The Caucasus. Mostly. Oh, like, ca Caucasus. like Caucasian. Is that where Caucasian yeah, comes yeah, from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the Caucasian mountains. Yeah. No shit. So, oh, yeah. but... Didn't know that? Yeah. No, I didn't. But people from Turkey are not necessarily Caucasian. But it's the Caucasus Mountains, like that's where y'all. That's where that whole dispute, like like all that um, Eastern European beef. You know how they're always fighting each other over stupid shit. Like that's what that's all about. Like Middle Eastern or Eastern European? Uh, Eastern European. Oh, what like, are they? I th like uh, Czechoslovakia and you know the Baltic states and. Mm -hmm. You know how they went all through all that shit in the nineties. What was it? The oh shit! It was oh Bosnia Herzegovina. Remember that shit? Like, well, I mean, I know not. that there's been well. The only stuff that I'm really aware of, and, and I'm not you're, you, I'm not a historian, but like the only stuff I'm aware of, which is the current stuff, which is like where Ukraine and Russia, like Russia's trying to annex mm -hmm. uh, Ukraine again after Ukraine right. has been its own sovereign nation for so long but russia's like no nah, fuck that you had your fun you're part of russia now so yeah yeah they don't want any part of that um i know yeah, about that but i don't i don't know about anything really else yeah the crimeans think they're russian they're like they want to be with russia but ukraine's like no you're still part of ukraine you can't be crimea you can't be your own state you can't be part of russia it's hold on so the crimeans want to be part of russia oh yeah. yeah 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 the crimeans feel like they they are because they benefited more from russia than the western part of ukraine when russia was in power it's the way i understand it like they had they got more stuff than the because they have the oil or whatever the fuck so like they're the ones that are like russia's like yeah we yeah we'll benefit you but we're the rest of your country fuck it like we don't care about Ukraine. We just want crime. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of where they are with that. Um, so is Russia, they want all of you. Is Russia trying to annex all of Ukraine or just... Oh, they want all their shit back. They want Estonia back. Um, I know Estonian people. And they're like, they're militant about, they're militantly anti-Russian. They're like, I do not want to be part of Russia again because that shit sucked. Like, well, they seem very progressive. Like, I saw, uh, I was watching, and I can't remember what I was watching, but it was something. I watched just a lot of random shit, like on YouTube, and um, or Netflix and stuff like that. And there was some, there was this show where these people went, and they did like this little mini documentary in Estonia. And it was how Estonia is the most something country in the world. Like, I think it was the most, oh, no, no, no. They were the they were the first country, I could be wrong on this, the first all digital currency country or something. Shit, I, God, I, I can't I remember. I can see that. I, 
I can see they're small, but they're. It was very you know, techy. Whatever it was, it was very techy. Like they were very high tech, and I had no idea that Estonia was this super high tech, advanced, progressive nation. They're very small, but they're right. very advanced in their technology. It might have been something with like artificial. And, no, I remember. Okay. It was the first nation to have everything in the cloud. This is what it was. Money wasn't part of it, yes, like finances, but like all their government documents, any type of paperwork that they had to file, their driver's licenses, like if they had to go get a new driver's license and renew it, all they had to do was do it right there from their phone. They didn't have to go to the DMV. They didn't have to take new pictures. They could like take their own picture with their phone and upload it or something like that. Yeah, and it was like all, they said it was all super secure, like you had to have biometric, you know. Sure. So it wasn't like anyone could go in there and do it, but, uh, and I'm sure that there's some manipulation of the system, there always is, but my point is, is that the entire country operated in the cloud. They all went paperless, like everything is digital and convenient, you can do everything from your phone, like all the government stuff, permits. Don't get fucking hacked. Shit, that'll be a problem. Well, I know. It sounds like the beginning of a Black Mirror episode is what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever watch Black Mirror? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen it all. Yeah, Yeah, me too. Yeah. The last season kind of sucked, but, like, all the seasons. Yeah, yeah. The last season didn't didn't deliver. Um, Have you ever seen Screen... Have you ever watched any of uh, Charlie Brooker's other things? Mm -hmm. Um, The stuff he did in England? Um, I had to get you a copy. I got it on digital. I downloaded it. I bootlegged it because it's not really available over here because it's an old English show. <laughs> but he did a thing called Screenwipe. And I've watched and I've read some of his books. And uh, he did a thing, uh, a thing about uh, how... Actually, you can find some of it on YouTube. Um, look up Charlie Brooker. And he did like a thing like um, how TV ruined your life. Don't say it didn't. It did. Like, And he taught, you know, he, you got to watch it. I, I won't do it justice trying to paraphrase well what you know, what but, is, what's the premise um the premise is that like you know tv in the 50s and stuff and, and the, since its inception just like radio has been selling us this image of who we're supposed to be and how much money you're supposed to make and who you're supposed to marry and what you're supposed to do with your life and you know and it's just telling you all this shit that's not true like oh you need to get married and have kids and do this and do that it's like well that's not for everybody or, you know, stuff like, oh, it's always talking about crime. Like, every time you turn on the goddamn TV, you know, the new, and, and, you know, I watch ID Discovery, you know. It's just all about, like, all the bad shit that's happening. There's never, you know, when I was in Japan, I think I told you this before, one of the things I noticed is that, like, when you turn on the TV, it's usually just, like, pleasant pictures of fields blowing in the breeze or, like, kids playing or... It's pleasant shit. What do you yes, mean, they like, have the, the, bad things happen there, but that's not what they focus on all the time. You know what I mean? Like, they're yeah. not trying to make a society of fear, which is a thing I think is wrong with America, because every time you turn on TV, so-and-so got shot, and such-and-such such did this, and this celebrity fucked a goat. Like, you know, it's always... <laughs> what? You know, like, what the fuck? Like, did anything good happen today? Uh. No. Fuck that, and it's going to rain for the next three weeks, by the way. And there's a fucking tornado coming your way. <laughs> so, so you said like you turn on the TV and there's pictures of like pleasant fields and stuff. Like, I mean, they, is, they is, play. 
Yeah, is this they across multiple stuff. channels, or is this just like one channel that's just dedicated no, to that? No, 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 no. They have like three state-sponsored channels and then some cable shit, I guess. Um, but like all the channels, they show fun stuff. I remember I, was, I woke up one morning in a hotel room, and I was watching this uh, show, and it was just these kids dance, and I saw a little... Um, biracial Japanese girl, you know, she was black and Japanese, she was over there dancing, and they were just having fun, and, you know, like, it, shit, they didn't have, like, you know, stats on how many, you know, like, I don't know, I, I just feel like America's, like, so fucking violent, and so, like, we got too many crazies over here, man, like, and the drugs don't help, you know, and, you know, but I, don't get me wrong, I've, you know, I've been known to smoke a little bit or whatever every now and then, but, like, at the same time, like, fuck, dude, we, we, even the prescription drugs over here make people kill people, like, fucking, I was high on Adderall, like, like Adderall? Dude, yeah. like, fuck, well, does it do it, does it do that to you? Shit. Well, dude, did I ever tell you the story about my buddy who took Ambien? And no, I know that's just fucking crazy. Oh though. my god, dude! He so uh, a buddy of mine. He was telling me about how. Do you remember could... the commercials for Ambien? It was like they were advertising hallucinogenics. Did you do you remember they had the butterfly and shit? Oh yeah, yeah. No, I remember. Yeah, I and remember, I was sure. like, when I saw that commercial, I was like, dude, that's a fucking hallucinogenic. Like, <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, but it's like you know they take these things that are. Uh, here's what the fucking pharmaceutical companies do. They wait for, you know who, you know who the real geniuses are? And I know this is going to sound bad. Mm. Fucking, the, the, the people who figure out a way to make things that exist in nature and combine them through chemistry into oh, yeah. drugs that have these effects. They're already psychoactive in the first place. The fucking, Why do you have... What, Why are you distilling ahead. it? What drug has a pharmaceutical company created? They don't create drugs. A pharmacy, like these, the big pharma, they never create anything new. What they do is they take something that a drug dealer made, mm-hmm. like in a lab, some some crazy chemist or scientist that was making this new drug from these different combinations of these right. different plants or whatever. It's and like what, they called up Walter White, and they were like, hey, how right. do you make meth? <laughs> right, Big Pharma, they haven't created anything new. All they do is they take shit that's, they take drugs that are illegal out on the street, they make them, well, not they, but the, you know, they, they become illegal yeah. on the street, and then Big Pharma takes those those chemical formulas and they manipulate them just maybe a little bit, but you know, to where you can get the same side effect or they maybe water it down or whatever, but they're basically just copying what these real brilliant, the creators did. They're not the creators. They're the imitators. You know, there's a saying that's like there's originators and then there's imitators the fucking, and I know it sounds bad, but the, the, the people who are manufacturing these drugs, who create these drugs, those are the originators. Those are the real smart people. And then Big Pharma just hires scientists to basically reverse engineer what these other brilliant originators created. Call- yeah, yeah, and then they just sell it to the general public as fucking Ambien. Or, or Adderall, to do it. which is methamphetamine. It's an amphetamine. 
it's, it's amphetamine, it, yeah. Yeah, they, just, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. They, they, they make meth illegal, but then they take Adderall, which is just a, 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 a slightly Remember altered we version kids, of that. And, and nobody and they advertised give it to kids. drugs on TV. The only drugs I ever saw advertised on TV when I was a kid were Tylenol, Bayer, Ibuprofen. <laughs> yeah, but but you wouldn't see like these highly. Anyway, tell me your story. Tell tell me the story. Because like they started that shit like back in the two thousands. Like that's when I think I remember first seeing like these commercials with all these like this might cause this and 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 that. And they were like, that's worse than the fucking thing <laughs> I had. Yeah, but it only might cause it, right? They have, and then people right. justify it in their brain, like, "Well, they just have and to say that." And you want to know why people don't trust vaccines? Right, or exactly. The American Medical Association, it, as in general. Exactly. I don't know what the fuck this vaccine is going to do. That could make me sterile. I mean, not that I plan right. on having any more kids, but my point is, is that like, what about like, what are the long-term side effects? We don't fucking know. Right. And what? Here's the thing. I talked about this on a previous, uh, on a, on a show I did, um, where I was just talking about the, you know, COVID and the vaccines and everything. And I was saying like my chance of dying from COVID is like less than 0.3%. Okay. It's like a third, one third of 1%. That's my chance of dying from it. But my chance of having a side effect, a long-term side effect from the vaccine, I don't know what that number is, but it doesn't have to be much to be more than 0.3%. I feel you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if the, even if there's a 1% chance that I have a long-term effect from this vaccine, that's three times the chance, the probability, I of me you, dying from the virus itself. Even, even if it's just one percent, because they wanted to give me fucking smallpox. You know, they give people smallpox in the in, in the military, and I'm like, I saw, you know, I thought I was like, I took this one, I took that one, and then when I saw the girl that had the smallpox vaccine, and her arm was like pus and gross and blood, and I was like, fuck that, I'm out. <laughs> Hold on, you were in the military for a brief stint for Coast Guard for boot camp, and uh, I. Uh, I opted out because I didn't want oh. the fucking smallpox vaccine. Oh. And they put me in remedial swimming, and that sucked. <laughs> <laughs> remedial swimming. <laughs> oh, to be a grown man and to be put in remedial swimming. What was that like? I had to get up like two hours early. Like, I was, I was happy because <laughs> there was this girl I was crushing. It was a Filipino girl. See, her name was Campute. And uh, we were in the class together, and... Uh, you know, we had kind of a connection and stuff like that, but I, but I didn't want to get up that extra two out. Like it's already like boot camp is bullshit. They just fuck with you. It's just being fucked with. That's all it is. It's just they wake you up in the middle of the night and shit. You know, you got to shower in front of a grown ass other grown ass men. I'm like I want to be in prison. Like <laughs> it sucks. It's just like it's just it's it's a it's just a filter, a I guess, right? Yeah, it's a tirade to suck. It's just, now nah, fuck this. Oh. Just so I can be on a boat with you assholes later on, I'm stuck on the boat. I'm like, nah, I murder everybody on the boat. <laughs> I have to drive it Charles, back. Charles, we like need to see your dick before we can <laughs> let you be in the Coast Guard. I'm sorry. It's just how it works. 
We gotta see your dick. <laughs> we gotta make sure you're it up to snuff. really fucking cre- And then, then you got this, like, CEO standing over you watching you shower. It's like, dude, turn around, at least. <laughs> at least the guys I'm here naked with, you know, we're all bare in front of each other, but you're fully clothed and just, like, staring at us. That's weird, bro. Like, You know what's weird is that, like, that's like an old hat type thing where... There's something about like people from that generation, like the older generation. There's they, they there's some um, God, I don't know what the word is that I'm looking for, but there's some type of affiliation between toughness and being naked in front of other dudes. Yeah, I don't get that. Like the whole locker room thing. Like you go to a locker yeah. room, you go to like a Planet Fitness or a LA Fitness or whatever. And the only dudes in there that are naked and just have no shame about it are the old guys. They're over the there. They got their, they got their the leg hiked up dudes. on a counter. They just took a shower and they're blow drying their pubes with their leg hiked up on the counter, just fucking right in front of the mirror. So if you, so just in case right. you walk in and you see them from behind, they want to make sure they're in the mirror so that they make sure you see everything. Yeah, they want to make sure that you can see it from every angle. Marumie in Japan they call it marumie. Like I can see, it means uh, round. It means maru means round, and mie means see. It's like I can see everything. Like if you see like a naked woman, you'd be like, oh marumie. Yeah, like I can see all of it. Like you know, <laughs> that, that 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 that's that's where they're coming. And, and there's always that one dude. Like you're in the gym, there's a bunch of cool dudes. and there might do do with like a towel on at least. You know. You know, they're trying to be kind of modest, but, you know, they're trying to be comfortable. But then you just got the dude that just walks out, just, he's never got a big-ass dick anyway. It's like, what are you showing off, bro? But they're like, always old. Like, you never see anyone under 60 years old naked in the dressing room of a gym. You never see it. No. No. Yeah. And I'm, you know, and I've heard counts from, um, my female friend, I went to spa with Diane one time, and she was telling me about the ladies in the locker room. And then it's us, she was like, there's always some big-ass old woman swinging her tits around. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> it's never no hot chick, you know? <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, same here. <laughs> yeah, I know, well, I guess, yeah, with, with chicks. It's, I mean, would it make a difference, though? Like, if the guy was They're young the same, the and same. jacked no, and hot? I wouldn't care, but, like, at least if you're going to show yourself off, you should be a specimen. That's that's all my that's all I'm saying. Yeah, like, I agree. If I'm going to, you know, if I was like, you know, a six foot tall dude, six pack abs, big long dong, I'd be like, <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be flexing that shit. I'd be like, look at me. Uh, this is what I'm working with, bro. Like, what's uh, up? What's up? You know, but like, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's never that. <laughs> it's never fucking that. Yeah, yeah, it, it's some it's some weird thing that, uh, like you were saying with uh, the military and like them forcing you to basically be naked. Oh, you know? they're just trying to break you down. It's all it is. It's they're just trying to break you down and make you a new person. But I was like, you know, I've, I've been working construction for ten years before that, and I've I've already been broken down. Um, construction work will break you down. You know, people treat you like you're a fucking tool you know like go fix this shit go do this you know like you're not it's not a respected job like people treat you like you're dumb and shit like that whatever but But, like um i'd already been through all that i didn't need the hazing and all that you know 
somebody was telling me, um, oh no, my C- I had a female CEO. That was terrible. Um, and she was telling me about the stuff they do on the ship. Oh yeah, they're gonna haze you. And she was just like, yeah, somebody's getting murdered. Um, <laughs> if you do that to me, that's not happening. <laughs> well, Bro, no. yeah, I mean, like, life broke me down. Just, just normal life growing up. I mean, yeah, my, my dad was in construction. Like the, that's all he ever did. And so I'm thinking like, maybe he just passed that on to me because like you said, you know, in construction, dude, man, if you've ever been on a construction site, which I know that you have, but I mean, uh, yeah. you know, me, you know, I, I have never been on like an official, I, I went and helped my dad like build houses and build churches and stuff like sure. that. And, um, you know, I've been on site, but man, people, they're just fucking ruthless. I don't know what it is. It's just like a really macho thing. I guess doing oh, yeah. construction is super macho. And so, you know, these guys are just super macho guys. And like, there is no sensitivity. No one is pulling you to the side, asking you how your oh, day no, was. No. You fall, fall off the ladder, you're getting laughed at, bro. Yeah, like, you're like, God, you fucking dumbass. What the fuck right. are you doing? You broke your back because like, you're did, a fucking dumbass. You broke dumb your leg, you dumbass. You broke your fucking leg, you dumbass. Uh, you got shot a nail through your hand because you're a fucking dumbass. You weren't paying attention, you dumb right. shit. You just called us three hours now. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Now I gotta haul your ass to the fucking hospital. <laughs> Cost me no, gas money. You're paying me back for the gas money, you son of a bitch. Like, just right. a very, very macho atmosphere. <laughs> they don't give a shit. And that's just how my dad is. And that's how he raised me. And so, yep. like, I'm like, I don't need to be broken down anymore. If I went to the military, I'm like, dude, save it. I already right. think I'm a worthless piece of shit. You don't have to go. Right. You don't right. have to keep telling me revising. Well, and then the thing is, you get in a place where, like, when dudes get up in your face, you're not taking You're like, like, you know, you're just not taking it. Like, you know, and they don't like that. You, you know, and, and I, shit, I had to do extra PT because I, I said Jesus Christ. And it wasn't even... It was some dude happened to come out. It was a CEO that came out with a big ass plate full of stuff, and I guess he thought I was calling him bad or whatever. And uh, but I wasn't even talking about him. I was saying Jesus Christ because I was running the when you you get selected for duty and you have to run the uh, like the kitchen the kitchen warden and, and direct people like it's time for you guys to come in, you guys leave, you guys come over that way. And it's really it's it's hard. It's 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 not easy because they give you like five minutes of training and be like, okay, do this job. And you're like, um, okay, y'all go this, oh, no, wait, no, go that way. Okay, now, you know, you're already fucking up. And, you know, anyway, it's, it's old bullshit, right? It's, it's, uh, it's not for everybody. It's for young people. That's what it's for. It's for young people with bad attitudes. That's what <laughs> military's for. Um, or people with really good attitudes that can get through it and, and do their thing. But, um, you get a mix of people in there and it's like, some of these people don't belong together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. agree. I, I, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't. I mean, I, I understand why they treat people like shit because they're trying to make you tough and build toughness and stuff like that. But I'm like, okay, but you want them to just sit there and take it. 
you want them to sit there and take it from you, but you don't want them to take it from other people. You want them to be tough, but you don't want them to fight back. Like, do you want me to be tough and just take the shit? Or do you right. want me to be tough and resist the shit that you're trying to give me? And that's... Well, if you think about all the the shooters and bombers and stuff that have military experience, like, you can kind of put two and two together, like... What do you think? You know, they were just broken down mentally and this is their way of lashing out? Some of it's that. Um, some of them are ideologues, you know, but um, I think for a greater part, a lot of them just, you know, want to be, um, and I think this is the thing that we need to stop doing is putting these people in the fucking news and shit. Um, they want notoriety. There was a, I was watching a, was a series called child killers on roku tv and um there was this girl back in 1974 so five years before i was born 1974 she lived across from uh elementary school she was a tomboy she like you know go hunting with her dad and stuff she convinced her dad to let her stay home one day even though she had a shitty attendance record anyway and what did she do oh she grabbed the rifle her dad got her for christmas or her birthday and started just shooting elementary kids across the street and shot a teacher, you know, she didn't kill any of the kids, but she did shoot some, they didn't die. Um, but she did kill, uh, the principal and the custodian. And I was like, this chick just, she was just fucking bored. Decided to, but she wanted to be famous, you know, and that's the thing. Stop putting these motherfuckers in the news. Uh, how old was she? 16. 16. Yeah. And when was this? How long ago? 1974. In Janu January or February of 1974. Oh, Jesus. Okay, so that was way before internet like and social Columbine media. Like and all that shit, yeah. Oh, jeez. So, I was like... I, yeah, I never heard about that. I mean, I, I wasn't born yet, but like I... Yeah, well, neither know. was I. Um, it was, it's the, um, they called it the Sweet 16 shooting or something like that. And where um, did that happen at? Hmm? Where Where did that happen at? What state? Uh, California, San Diego. Oh, shit. Okay. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah, well, I don't know if it's as much notoriety. I mean, it might be notoriety. I'm sure some of it is. I'm sure, I'm sure there's several different reasons why. But why would you shoot at kids? Like, she didn't go to that school. Was she shooting at kids her age or, like, young kids? No, they were they were little. There was an elementary school. Oh my god, fuck. Okay, that's yeah, that's that's way different. That's they way didn't different. bully you. Like, no, no, they she, don't okay, even know you. But no, see, here's why I think I, I don't think that was a case of notoriety, and I know nothing about this chick or anything. But just just based on what you're talking about, like if she wanted notoriety, she could have shot. Anybody, she could have shot adults. A senator or something. Yeah, right, I, I mean, she didn't yeah. have to shoot kids. Like, that's... She said she did it because she was bored. It, well, yeah, but she's also fucking nuts. <laughs> yeah. And people no. who are fucking nuts say things that don't make sense. So, yeah, that's... uh, God, I can't imagine. Dude, after I had a kid, um, you know, my son, he's six now. Oh my God, dude! I used to hear about violence against children, and I'd be like, "Oh man, that's messed up," but it, it never really affected me. 
But yeah. like when I when I hear like violence against children now, oh my god, dude, it carries so much more weight now. Now that oh, I yeah. have a kid, because it's uh, I mean obviously any, anybody who has kids, I know you don't have kids, but and that's fine. I'm not saying you're, you know. No, but no, no, I, I get what you're saying, but yeah. like when you have a you have a dog in the fight, you have a stake in it, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, um, and it's it's like. Uh, no, and, and but but this shit happened, and, and you know, and I was talking to my mom today, and I was like, America is the most fucking violent, like, there's more violent countries, but, like, we are the most violent, like, and on a level of just civilian to civilian, it's, you know, it's not Hezbollah, it's not the North Korean government, it's not the Chinese government, no, we, we commit crimes against each other on a rampant fucking scale that's terrible and it's usually you know same community let let you know most violence is you know white on white or black on black it's it you know um why are we like this what the fuck happened like why are we a bunch of like crazy people like what the fuck happened here well yeah i, I mean I, I i'm no expert but you know it, my opinion on that whole thing is like i and i know that people are going to, you know, people disagree or might disagree with what I'm about to say. But what I'm, what I'm thinking is, is that, you know, the reason why people do stuff like that is only because they're in a position to where they have to. Like, I, I, I know that there are people that exist that, do harmful things to others because they just are bored or they they truly enjoy it or they want notoriety like you said um but i think for the vast majority of people who do stuff like that i don't think that they do it just for fun i think that they do it because they're in a position to where that's necessary for one reason or another and, and that reason could be for money because they're desperate for money or for re or for for drugs because they're, um, you know, addicted, but why are they addicted to drugs? Probably because they have no opportunities. Um, and why do they have no opportunities? Because they have no money because they're desolate. I mean, I think like, I think the biggest cause of violence of you know just standard citizen on citizen violence like we're talking about is just because of the circumstances that the person is in i don't think that there's as many evil people as we like to think i think that those people are just desperate you know a lot of these people who are committing these everyday crimes like shooting uh someone else or um there's a lot of desperation i'm not going to deny that there's a lot of there's a because the income gap is so fucking stupid like yeah i mean how many people who are well off who have money who have resources who have opportunity how many of those people do you see out there doing shit like that right none the the only people you see doing stuff like doing stuff like what we're talking about are the people who don't have the money people who don't have resources people who don't have opportunities or connections 
or and they don't see a future for themselves so like and then we like to say okay well these people are just bad people but i think that they're just in a bad situation and then we say okay well you know a lot of these people are uh poor and minorities i'm like well yeah that makes sense because these the, the poor and the minorities those are the ones who are in the most disadvantageous in generally speaking i know that there are some minorities who have money there are some minorities who are but for the generally speaking for the as a percentage um, there's a higher percentage of minorities who aren't as successful as their their non-minority counterparts. And well, so, and if you're poor, if you're poor, the system fucks you because you can't get bail, you can't get a lawyer, you know. Um, right, and I think we get stuck on race. I don't think it's really, I don't think it's as much about race as it is about money. I think that oh just God. most Ooh, most Bill people Cosby just got out. How many people did Bill Cosby <laughs> reportedly rape? He's out of prison. Right? I wonder, I wonder but why. But he's rich. Right, because he's rich. I mean, he's black, but he's also rich. So I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I think it's less about race. And I think it's more about money. I just think that it happens to be that most people who don't have money are also minorities. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. I, think, I think we're focusing on the wrong thing. I really do. I think we're, we're looking at, you know, there's discrimination against minorities. And, and yes, there is. But I think that more so there's discrimination against those who are poor. Oh, for sure. And it just so happens that the people, most of the people who are poor are minorities, which is why we're referred to minorities. I don't even think most minorities. of the people who are poor are minorities. I don't even think that's true because we don't make up a, enough percentage. Of, like people fail to realize like black people only make up like 12, 13 percent of the population. Like we're not a big group. You know, Asians are like one percent. Five percent, something like that, like single digits. Mm-hmm. Like people are like, oh, America's a big melting pot. No, it's not. It's mostly white people. Like the vast majority of people here are white people. So I couldn't even say the most people that are poor. My, I, I, I will say that minorities are disproportionately poor. Yes, but I'm not going to say most of the poor people are because we're just not most of the people. If that makes sense. Yeah. Mathematically, we're just not most of the people. Because I see a bunch of sad ass shit happen to white people, and I'm like, that's fucked up. Stop it. Yeah, but you never see anything bad happen to rich white people. I mean, I'm not going to say never. No, no. Rarely you do, but I'm talking about like that when you do, it's like for big white collar scandals like fucking right. Bernie Madoff and Enron right. and shit like that. Or- Menendez brothers or some shit like that. Which right. Technically, but, I guess they're white, but like. But as far know, as like Menendez. everyday shit, just normal everyday shit, you don't see rich people. Oh no. Here, whether they're black, white, or otherwise, you don't see rich people getting into shit. You see, it's always poor people. With and they oh, yeah. could be black, they could be white, they could be Hispanic. But they're always the the common denominator is that they're all poor. And if you have a rich Hispanic or a rich black or a rich white or a rich Asian, you don't see them getting into trouble. I, so that's what I'm saying. I think yeah. it's more about money and less about race. About desperation. Um, right. And, and right. And lack of money creates desperation, which creates desperate acts, which are typically illegal. So that's my thought. So, like, if, if we want to solve violence in this country, what we need to do is put people in a position to where they don't have to be violent. In other words, 
Make yeah, people... but America's never going to do that because you got to have, you know, when they talk about the evaporating middle class, it's true. Like, it, there isn't much of a, I consider myself middle class, but I'm probably poor. Um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, in terms of America, we're poor. But in terms of, like, if you look at the whole world, like, most of the world lives on less than, what, 36, less than $36,000 a year is what most of the world, 99% of the world, this is what I heard. I don't know, now, I don't know if it's true or not, but the statistic I recently heard was that 99 plus percent of the world lives on less than $36,000 a year. And they're probably averaging that out because you think about China, Africa; those motherfuckers work on three hundred dollars a year. Like, oh, you know, for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they're they're including people who make zero dollars a year, and people who make a hundred dollars a year. But um, my point is, is that what the argument is that if you make more than thirty six thousand dollars per year, you're already in the top one percent. I'm like, fuck that. No, you're not. Because it's, it's all relative to where you live. Like, where we live, shit is expensive. Those people who make $100 a year who live out in, the, like, in some fucking right. country you've never heard of, it may only cost them $100 a year to live. So Yeah, that, if you can go out and, like, shoot a skunk and, like, eat it, like, you know, like... <laughs> That's pretty cheap. Right, that, that just, right. <laughs> you know. right. That just may be their way of life. So I'm like, you gotta, you gotta take where they live into context. And where we live, no bullshit. Thirty six thousand dollars a year. You're poor mm-hmm. as fuck. Mm-hmm. And don't have a family. Oh like, my god. Yeah. Yeah, I know. They're talking about freaking or that's and if you want insurance. God forbid oh. you want insurance. God forbid you actually want to, you know, be taken care of if you fucking break a leg go to the or get cancer. What are you thinking or about? Or have a cavity. <laughs> or need glasses. Yeah. <laughs> or anything. I know, right? I mean, I know you can still get care, but like, you know, it's, it's, it's you not You are easy. being feisty. You stop it. Excuse me. Oh, um, no, it's fine. Go. Go sit on your bed. Go over here. Go sit on. Go sit down here. What's your dog's name again? Lula. Lula. Go sit down. Lula or Lola? Lula. Lula. With a U. Yeah. Means a uh, famous warrior in German. It's my great grandma's name. Oh. oh, nice. So yeah, so like, you're, um, I mean you're American, but like you've been yeah. all over the place, and your family's kind of very diverse. Right, like yeah, it's culturally. Yeah, we're um, my mom's natives. Um, my my dad's my, my granddad my, my dad's dad's natives. It was uh, he's Seminole. Uh, yeah, we're kind of mixed up. Yeah, when you oh, say native, you mean Native there. American? Huh? Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, probably some white because you know last name Randall, so that's pretty English or Scottish or Irish or. Even German, like it could it could be a German name too, but like it's you know it's pretty English. I'm like, uh, there's got to be a white person in there somewhere. Um, <laughs> my mom's maiden name is Trevina. She's got the Mexican Indian, you know. Um, that's a Mexican Indian name, Trevina, you know. And so, uh, but uh, you know, it's some Seminole, and there's there's some white in there too. There's 
I've never done the DNA. I've bought my parents' DNA test. They never turned them in or told me about <laughs> the results or whatever. I guess I got to just do it myself. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, I, I don't even care, like, wherever I'm from or whatever. I, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm human first. Um, you know, I'm a humanist. I'm human first, so I don't, I don't, I don't care where you're from. What I don't care, you know. It's like, you know, when I opened up the door to the Mennonites today, I want to talk to some Mennonites, but uh, Mennonites <laughs> are Mormons. But like, I just, just felt like talking to them, you well, know. Just like I was saying, because you know, you've, you're well traveled too. Like you've been to, you lived in Japan for a while. You what? You you speak three languages. I speak English and Spanish very well. I speak German and Japanese conversationally, yeah. Okay, so like four, you can speak four languages. Yeah, and if I really got, you know, if I went to the country, it would get better. Like, that's been my experience. When you go over there and you're four. You know what? I talked to my neighbor in Germany. Did I tell you that? Yeah, you did. Well, I I mean, you told me before that you've talked to her in Germany. Yeah, Yeah, I asked her to take me to the bank, and I was, like, noticing her accent and everything, and, you know... She's kind of weird, but like we were, we were talking, and she was, I was like, "Oh yeah," and she's just like, "You know, what's your name?" She's like, "Aunt Yeah." She said, "Everybody calls me Aunt, Aunt Angie." I was like, "Oh, Aunt Yeah, I can say that." Like I know, you know, I've been learning how to curse in Russian from a Russian buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you're working words. on a fifth language. You're working <laughs> yeah, on Russian. Yeah. Why not? You know, it's fun. You know, and you can talk to me. I, I remember one day I went to Cole. There's a German lady there. And I was talking to her in German. She just, they just get so happy. They're like, ah, oh, sprechen Sie Deutsch? Yeah, you sprechen ein bisschen Deutsch. You know, it's, it's, it's a pretty language. You know, it's fun. And uh, just uh, just something to do. Is it pretty? Know? Because every time I hear someone speaking German, it's always like super aggressive. And they always sound angry. <laughs> okay, so there's two types of German. There's Bayern German. There's like the okay. uh, well, Bavarian German which is a little, and I might have this mixed up, one's hard and one's soft. So there's like city German, and I think that's like, if you listen to Hitler, Hitler speak, he speaks that aggressive. Like that's like shout, you know. But so then that's, that's city German. Yeah. Okay. And there's country German. And maybe I have it mixed up, maybe country. But like when I, um, because you can say splecken, like speak splecken, mm-hmm. or you can say splechen. They're both accepted they're both the same word but like some people say it with a hard like a k and some people say it with a ch you know so splashing is like softer because it's like uh it it, it doesn't sound as harsh as split yeah with a hard cuss right right yeah so i say splashing yeah yeah i think it's prettier you know um and then there's um i don't know it's 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 a it's it's a good um what's another um Gespoken or gespulsion, gespulsion, gespulsion. It's the feeling is gespoken and spelled like it's the beautiful, most beautiful spoken in the world. Um, but you could say it's the feel, the feeling is gespulsion, gespulsion versus gespulsion. It's just like a pronunciation thing. Um, certain things you have to pronounce, like they say "kne," like the word "knee" is German. You know, it's "kne" in German. "Kne." They pronounce every letter. So if you see a K in the letter, you pronounce it, you know, it's not silent, you know, so they don't say need, it's connect, you know, and, um, or, um, 
like the uh, oh what's another word that has it there's a lot of English borrowers from German so um, oh uh, like kindergarten kindergarten you know child garden right. just you know um, those kind of things but it's, it's I don't know it's a fun I, I remember I, I had a lot of fun my German we go to Bavarian Grill and drink beers with the teacher after class it was fun like she was just like a we went to her house one time she's just like a cool person but I don't know Germans are cool like they don't smile a lot but but they're cool people they just you know you have to get to know them they're they're like uh, they're kind of like Russians they just they're not a lot of smiling just uh, I, I guess it's that old world thing where like shit's hard so like <laughs> what the fuck are we smiling for <laughs> yeah no they're hard people man like uh, all the, like all Eastern Europe that whole area, man, those hard people. Like, and that's, it's funny because like my my lineage is all mostly Eastern European, like German, Russian, Ukrainian. Like my my family and stuff. I, I really take after my mom's side of the family, which is all Jewish, but they're like Ukrainian Jew and Russian Jew. They're not Middle Eastern Jew. Um, right and Polish and okay. and then my dad's side is, but but you know there's a difference between what you are genetically and what you are culturally right so like right. you know you genetically you might be German but you might live in America so right. culturally you're American genetically you're German so you know like genetically I'm mostly all these Eastern, but I'm not I'm not super hard, like, I'm super friendly, I like to laugh and smile and stuff like that, which seems counterintuitive to my genetics, but I guess that's just a cultural thing, but, uh... That's, that's Texas, that's Texas on you, that's what that is. Texans yeah. are friendly. We have guns. We need to be friendly. We have Everybody to, right. has... <laughs> better be friendly. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's amazing, man, when you're talking to somebody who's got a gun on their hip, like, just how cordial you can get real quick. You'd be like, oh, yes, sir, absolutely, sir, yes. Uh, very. How do you do, kind sir? <laughs> I hope this day has been a blessing upon you and your family. <laughs> Seriously, man, it's like people... Uh, People poo poo people, but the people are walking around with the guns just open on their hips. Those aren't the guys you got to worry about. The guys you got to worry about are the ones that are trying to hide it, and yeah. they don't want you to know that they have it, and they're trying right. to be sneaky with it. Those are the guys, the ones that are just advertising it. You don't have to worry about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're just they, you know they don't they they're already you you already know they're nervous like obviously like it's not good but like they already you know they they're assessing the situation in a different way <laughs> well yeah you know. if you're about to like if you are gonna go into a supermarket and just open fire on people you're not just gonna walk in with it just exposed right, right. and walk around and do your grocery shopping with it right there on your hip and then halfway through grocery shopping decide okay now's the time right. no you're gonna right. like be sneaky with it and you're gonna get in there and then you're gonna pull it out and blast right so, like, yeah, you just see people walking around, just minding their business, doing their daily shit with a gun on their hip. That's not the person you got to worry about. They're not going to yeah, advertise no, I, I, what they're I've trying to do. I've seen a couple of them out here in Wiley, you know, once, or, once at the gas, well, no, it was always at a gas station for some reason. Anyway, 
But like, yeah, I've seen dudes walk, you know, and I'm just kind of like, all right, well, you know, you're not fucking with me. So, you know. Right. Well, shit, my dad could not wait. Like once Rick Perry announced that, oh, you could just open carry or whatever. Uh, Dude, he's just walking around. He's just walking around his house with it. It's like he couldn't. I'm like, you weren't a bad guy's gonna break into your house with it. He's like, oh no, you're, you're like, you're, you're, you're at home. <laughs> I know. Like, what the fuck do you think's gonna happen? But he just liked wearing it. Wears it every fucking day. I keep mine under the pillow. That's the, you know. Shit, I, I went out and bought a gun. I did. I went out and bought a 22 revival. It's just a 22. It's like a little pea shooter. It doesn't even kick. But well, I you already had a shotgun, though, right? Yeah, I've got a shotgun. Yeah, I've got like a pistol grip uh, home protector shotgun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've got, I've got one. But here's the thing. I've never bought a gun. Like, I've only been given guns. Like, because my dad has like an entire arsenal. And so, <laughs> you know, like, I don't have to buy guns. I just borrow his anytime I need one, like, to go hunting or whatever. Right. Uh, but I decided I was going to be a big boy after being 37 years old, and I'm going to go buy my own gun. So I went and bought just a little 22 uh, long rifle revolver, a little six-shooter single action. Dude, I love it, man. Okay. I feel like a fucking cowboy. I went out and shot it. Revolvers are awesome. Revol- oh, I you know, love it. It's I'm, all mechanical. Like, you don't, it you, don't is. you can't jam it, you right. know. It won't, you know. You can't, it's, it's, it's just eat, and, and it's going to shoot. Like, you don't have to cock it, you know. Well, yeah, this I, one you got to cock the hammer because it's not a double action. It's a single action. So oh, you got to okay, cock, okay. cock the hammer. And the, but I like that because I feel like a cowboy. I like pointing it, and then I like cock the hammer back and sure. then pull the trigger. And it's, uh, it's fun, man. Yeah, you're right. It's all mechanical. Like, you get to feel when you cock it, the hammer back with your thumb. Oh, when you pull the trigger, you know you're you're rotating the, you know, the, yeah. the, yeah. It, it, well, that it, happens, it, yeah, it, when you cock the hammer, yeah, but, like, you get to feel the clicks in your thumb when you cock the hammer. It's just really nice. It's, like, a nice feeling. It's like driving a stick shift. You know how to drive a stick shift, right? <laughs> um, I can barely drive a stick shift. <laughs> oh, no, dude, I want a stick shift so bad, but they don't fucking make them anymore. I'm like, I gotta buy I a, thinking, you know what? I gotta I buy a 30-year-old at... truck just to drive a stick shift. I was, um, because Hyundai's coming out with a new thing, and it and it, they're making it in standard. It's fast. No like, shit. It's a, it's a truck. It's like a, remember like the Brat or the Eldorado? It's like that. Did I talk to you about that already? No. Yeah, I might have. No. Uh, um, but, and they're making it in standard, and I was like, shit, I want to get a standard, and like, I never want to buy Korean products, because I'm all Japanese, like. Protein, you know, and yeah, we don't, like, we, don't, we don't like that other country. Um, but, um, <laughs> but, South uh, Korean, okay. Just not the, <laughs> don't buy the North Korean car. <laughs> no, they don't have yeah, It's got Korean. built in cameras and microphones. It listens to everything you say and it's constantly watching you. And if you make fun of Kim Jong un, the car will explode. Thank you, dear leader. Um, <laughs> Supreme leader. Yeah, oh yeah, Supreme Leader. Supreme Leader. Um, And he doesn't take shits either, by the way. That that fucker don't play. (laughs) But, um, yeah, so they were making that. I called my brother. My brother's half Japanese, and he's like, don't buy that. It's fucking Korean. Don't buy it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But then I was looking at the Ford Lightning. The Ford Lightning. It's not standard, but, like, the Ford Lightning is supposed to be. Have you seen that? No. (sighs) Um... (sighs) 
It's um, it's all electric. A car or a truck? And it's fast as fuck. It's like, you know, because if you ever, if you ever dared race a Tesla, like, you'll get your ass handed to you. Like, it's all, you can't beat magnets. (laughs) Well, yeah, there's like no delay. Like, when you hit the gas pedal, you just go. There's no lag, right? Yeah, yeah, it's just electricity going, like, pull this car, like, you know. Um, so, it's kind of like that, Ford Lightning fast as shit, but then I was like, okay, there's the Hyundai, and I was like, but the real thing that's coming out, well, it's already out, the Lexus 500, and that son of a bitch, it's turbocharged, um, it's a bad beast, doesn't come in, your car's not manual, is it? No, it's not, but I wish it was. Because I love driving stick. I know that sounds gay, but I love no, driving stick. No, 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 that's cool. I, my dad used to have a stick shift Nissan truck, and I've driven oh. it. That's the only manual, you know, but I'm not good at it. Like, I'll crunch some gears, and it's going to be ugly. But oh, dude. I'm, it's I'm so not good at rev matching. I love, I love, I just love being, like, being in control of it. I don't know. There's something, like, uh, very satisfying about. Uh, just making the car go into a different gear and and knowing that you're like making it happen with your hands and feet, you know, it's I don't I don't know what it is. I just really enjoy it. Like, I want My, I want an old truck with one of those long stick shifts. That's like oh the, yeah, the yeah, three yeah. foot long like pole you don't have that to goes reach down, down for it. It's just right there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's just right there, and it's dude. I want one of those so bad. We used to have one of those as a work truck. My brother used to drive it. He's good at stick, but he's from Louisiana. He's been driving tractors and shit since he was like 13. Um, and he'll, you know, he would get into it. But um, my Russian buddy, his wife had a, a standard. It was a, was it a Kia? I don't know. It won, some one of those. And and anyway, it it died. And so she, he went all the way to Houston to get her a stick shift uh, GTI. And that son of a bitch is fun. Like the little stick shift, you know the G, you know the Volkswagen GTI. And uh, yeah, yeah. Um, she did drive it up here one when, when, when I first moved here. I called them and I had them come over, and she drove it here, but she left it in neutral. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when, and when she parked it. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Because we were going out to dinner, and I was like, hey, uh, Stephanie, your car's in the middle of the street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I uh, I remember I was so proud when I learned how to, like, park it in first. Because, you know, like, yeah. you can you can either put it in neutral and pull the e-brake or the parking yeah. brake, or you can, like, park it in first, you know? Right, right. Because uh, you can start it in first, right? Yeah, you start in first, right? No. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Yeah. yeah, you can start. I mean, I I never did. You can even start off like you can go from nothing into second gear. Like, and that was another thing. Like, I was so proud when I could, like, go from a stop, like at a red light, and you can just instead of putting it in first gear and going from there, you could just go straight to second. You can rev match it. Yeah. Um, I had a guy go that very very poorly. Was when I um uh, was my other Altima before I got this one. I had a black one, the big booty Altima, and uh. I was, this guy just wanted to race. He was in a Mitsubishi something. It was like a little hatchback Mitsubishi. I was like, dude, come on. It's like, so he wanted to go, so, and he shifted, and his shit just stopped. 
Like, I was like, mm, yeah, wrong gear, bro. You just, you kind of fucked up your transmission right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you doing? He's like, <laughs> and all I heard was, <laughs> I heard the motor. He was like, and I was like, all right, baby, let's go. He's like, <laughs> and this car just stopped. I was like, oh, uh, that's not good. <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> Dude, I think the, I think the, my favorite vehicle I've ever driven was this, uh, what is it called? Extended cab? Uh, F-150? Okay. Yeah, it wasn't like a, yeah. a, a dual cab or a double cab where you had four doors. It was like the door and a half, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was this extended cab F-150, which it was it was nothing special, but it had one of those long stick shifts like I was talking about. Mm-hmm. And uh, that might have been my favorite vehicle I've ever driven. I think more just because of the memories that I made it. I got laid in that truck a bunch of times. No. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, which was nice. But That's I think that, that might be why. But also, just because it was really fun to drive. It wasn't a huge truck, and it had that long stick shift like I was talking about. And, uh, dude, I used to drive the shit out of that thing. Man, I love that truck. I wish I could have that back. There's something about a car that you feel like you can't tear it up no matter what happened. Like, yeah, it was yeah, very simple. I, it was a very simple truck. I had an Infiniti Q45, um, and rear wheel drive, you know, um, eight cylinder. Um, that some bitch was fun. Just getting up in it, and I used to actually. Wake up early in the morning, back when I lived in Frisco. Get up and get on 121. There's barely any cops on 121. Like, ever. Mm-hmm. And I, I used to just open it the fuck up. And, you know, <laughs> you know, just. Yeah, yeah. Good well, times, good what, times. What kind of car again? No, oh, it was an Infinity Q45. Oh, Infinity. Oh, my goodness. And I realized well, I was talking to a rich guy. Jeez. Well, it was a 1994, and I, I owned it in, um, what year was that, 2005, 2006, I got that car. <laughs> like 500,000 miles it was like, Yeah, yeah, it was it was old. But but it was, you know, kept by, like, an old person, you know, that really drive it very much. But, mm-hmm. no. Just to church on Sunday, right? Hmm? Just to church on but, Sunday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was pretty well kept, you know. But I put some dents in scratch. <laughs> yeah, I mean I'm not a big car guy, but um, yeah, I, I if I had my choice, dude, I would I would have a old square body truck, like an old Chevy Silverado or something like that, like before it was an SUV, or right. be, yeah, before I'm sorry, not an SUV, but before it was like this big giant uh, truck, um, like it was uh, just a little you know two door single cab one long bench seat like not two separate seats you know like one long bench yeah seat. you can get in from the passenger side if you need to Hell somebody yeah, parks a little dude. too close like oh yeah none but, of that center console divider shit you could fit three people in the front you know it's the same four people there. if you want to and some homegirl and homegirl's lap you know you know <laughs> just real stripped down simple just like a radio and that's fucking it no no fancy bells and whistles and shit and, just and like you don't a, have to worry about the government tracking your ass. Like, that's what I don't like about new cars. It's like, mm, GPS is on all this shit now. Like, they know where you are. 
They yeah, could just cut dude. your car off and kill you if they wanted to. Like, yeah. CIA be like, we don't like this guy anymore. Fuck him. <laughs> like, I don't need a CD player, right? Like, I can, like, on my phone, everything I listen to is on my phone. So, like, I can just have headphones right. and, and just have my headphones in while I'm driving. I don't even need a stereo. Yeah. Right? So, like, I don't need shit. Like, that's what I really want. I want like, an old truck that's just stripped down, super simple, bench seat. Why am I sharing my band. music with the whole world? Not everybody needs to hear this shit. Like, right. <laughs> you know. The person. Right. What are, hold on. What are you doing? Come here. She says, no gotta, one's even fucking out there. She says, I gotta take a shit. Come here. <laughs> she already took, she's just being. I should have got a new dog, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> What kind of dog? It's a German, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I was just saying I should have got a, de- uh, a male. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I was saying because, like, uh, I- I've got a couple of buddies who have Belgian Malinois. Oh, those dogs are crazy as fuck. Dude, I know. I didn't realize it until, like, my neighbor. They'll turn your shit up, bro. Like, they will. That's one thing. Like, she doesn't eat furniture. She doesn't, you know, she peed on the carpet the other day, but that was probably my fault because I think I scared her by accident. And, uh. But, like, she, you know, she's good. You know, stop it. But she's good. She's just needy. But, like, oh, those Belgian Malinois, man. Those well, intense my, ass dogs. My neighbor, he's a he's a canine police officer. Okay. So okay. he's, like, one of the cops that drives around with a crazy-ass dog in the back. Right. <laughs> and so, like, that's what he is. And that dog is a Belgian Malinois. And those fuckers are like the LeBron James of dogs. Oh yeah, they they can they they'll jump over a fence. Like my fence is what six foot high. I couldn't keep a Malinois in here. He they could jump over that shit. Like the, right, shit. Lula can damn near jump over it. But like yeah, right. That's what he was saying. He was saying like when he bought the house next door to us. There was this six-foot fence, and he was like, man, I'm worried about my dog. I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, you can just jump right over that. I was like, what the fuck? So, yeah, so, so yeah, the dog can just, not not even from, like, a running start, but just kind of take a couple steps and just no, they run can't, over they're it. Like, they're like cats. Like, um, yeah, they have serious energy. You got to um, you gotta really work those the shit out of those dogs, you know. I'm supposed to give her an hour, of, two hours of exercise a day. Um, she prefers to be in the backyard. She's antisocial, so like I don't walk her, but like um, she likes to play. You know, we play frisbee or whatever back here. And uh, oh, it's because people are putting off fireworks. Why are people doing fireworks? Oh yeah, yeah, dude. It's only the second. Yeah, it it sucks if you have dogs around the like fucking the the firework holidays. (laughs) Good lord. Yeah, our our old dog Oliver, who's dead now, but um, oh. he he passed away. This was a couple of years ago. He passed away. Um, well, no, not a couple of years. Oh, I mean, so that's not that's not the poodle. Well, no. Okay, so the the dog that we have now is a giant version of the dog we had before. Oh, so okay. we so now yeah. yeah we now have a giant Schnauzer, which looks schnauzer i'm sorry it's not poodle it's yeah well that's curly it's very curly it looks like a poodle because well no you're right no no no. you're right the first dog we had was was a schnauzer poodle mix his name oh, okay. was, his name was oliver so he was a schnoodle but the, and i didn't know poodles were german dogs i did not know that really? I, I, I watched a documentary and those are that's a german dog i thought they were french no, for sure. some reason 
Yeah. Well, Poodles I did too because like you hear French poodle, you don't ever hear German poodle. But I've well, heard of a French poodle. Poodle is um, German slang for puddle because they like water. Oh. So poodle is like German for puddle, like so. Yeah. So oh no shit. Yeah, they're German. Yeah. Oh. The more you know. Yeah, no, trying to spread <laughs> knowledge. Dude, I, I love little known facts like that. Um, but yeah, what was I saying? Oh, my name. Oh, so my, he was showing me this video of his dog, the police dog, attacking like one of those guys in the big, the big dummy suits, you know, like there were oh, yeah. big old thick suits yeah. and they like use that to train these dogs. Oh my God. This fucking dog. Like you could tell if that guy didn't have a suit on, he, the dog would have ripped his guts out. Cause like oh, yeah. he got in there, and their their mouths open like a fucking. Python. And they're actually smaller than shepherds, which well, yeah, amazes me. They're smaller and thinner, but they are fucking vicious. And so they're like they're super lean, right? And yeah. they're but their jaws and their mouths are huge. So when they open their jaws, it's almost like a snake. Where like they're they almost can open it like 180 degrees. It's like it's insane. And so he got like, you see his, in the videos in slow motion, and you just see his mouth open up to like, probably like 120 degrees, and just latch onto, oh, and it goes right for the guy's dick, by the way. Oh, my dog does that. Yeah, they go right for the dick every time. Yeah. I don't know, what is it? Yeah. Oh, so like, the guy had his arm out to like try to get the dog to attack his arm, and the dog just, uh, ignored the arm and went straight <laughs> for the dick. And yeah, just went right right in the middle. <laughs> and the guy went to the ground and he just had like his entire mouth around like this whole thing. It was in there deep and just like jerking his head back and forth. And you could tell like if that guy didn't have a suit on, he would not have a dick. His dick would have been gone. There would be no dick left. Yeah. Dick so, and balls. Yeah. I don't, it would all be gone. Yeah, Belgian Malinois are not a joke. Um, and I, you know, if, when I went to go get Lula, and we were looking at dogs. There were some other dogs. There was some. There was a big ass German Shepherd. He was like red though. He looked demonic. I was scared of him. I was like, nah, I don't need him. Um, then there was like a a white pit bull. And my, you know, my Russian buddy I went to, and he's like, oh, you could just go the stereotypical route, just get a pit bull. <laughs> <laughs> What is it saying? Like, plus, he's black? <laughs> plus, he was a puppy. And, like, I don't want a pit bull puppy in my house. No, thank you. Um, I don't know if you've ever dealt very much with pit bulls, but they're... No. Uh, just well, no. I mean, I know the stereotypes, but, like, um, you know... I'm not they're gonna... overly energetic. They're they're just... Um, like a Malinois? Yeah. They're just... If, if you start playing with it, you'll never stop playing with it because it's going to push it and if if you stop playing with a pit bull it gets angry and like now it wants to like fight and shit like now nah, i don't need that kind of energy um uh lula was the perfect I've, i i i knew i wanted a shepherd like a, a shepherd or a doberman um that's what i wanted um they didn't have any doberman so i got the shepherd um i wanted australian shepherd oh yeah yeah those, those are, are beautiful dude yeah but they're yeah. also kind of hyper i heard but that's kind of okay. kind of looks like a collie a little bit yeah. with the with the color it yeah they have the blue but, eyes yeah those are beautiful dogs yeah my um my auntie has an Alsatian 
of the North Haitian. Um, no, it's a Great Pyrenees. It's a Great Pyrenees. Oh, God. Those things shed like a motherfucker. They're huge. Well, she lives outside. They live on a ranch. So, like, she's a ranch dog. Um, she's always matted and shit. But she's huge. And she's she's so, like, when she she's so friendly. But I was like, if anybody fucked with it, like, that dog weighs, like, 200 fucking pounds. Like, it's huge. Like, I was like, man. Yeah, my aunt and uncle have one. It's because they used to, they don't need more, but they used to live on a farm. And they they had the Pyrenees. Her name is Lucy, and Lucy is probably 120, 130 pounds. They're big dogs. Dude, they're fucking huge, man. And like her job, like what they do is they piss and shit constantly. So like <laughs> that's their job is to like walk around. Like if you take that dog in a walk, it's gonna take like four or five shits. It doesn't shit all at once. Like, it's, it's almost like these dogs have been bred to not shit all at once. They've been bred to kind of just shit a little bit here and there, but constantly, like, all day long. So the, Marking territory. Right, exactly. So, so like, that's why they make good ranch dogs is because, like, they'll walk, the, the dogs will just walk around the property and just piss and shit everywhere. And then the scent, you know, kind of wards. Deters, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Other things away. Like uh, coyotes and shit like that. Plus, they're also just fucking massive. Yeah. Yeah, and a coyote won't try to fuck with them. So, because that's the biggest problem that you have, I guess, with with wild animals. That or my fucking mountain lions now. God, this seems like there's more and more mountain lions coming out of nowhere. Yeah, it is weird. Um, maybe it's because we haven't been out as much. And there's no mountains. We're in the prairie, but there's mountain lions. But, okay, before I let you go, you got to still tell me this ambient story. You still weep. We, oh, we never... shit. I never told you about the ambient story. Yeah, so my buddy, he took Ambien, and he um, woke up the next day in jail. Oh. No, he just woke up in jail, and he had no idea how he got there. And apparently, what the what the cop told him was that they had pulled him over and he was like, what? I was driving? And they were like, yeah, you were driving and you were weaving left to right all over the road into oncoming traffic and and like the oncoming traffic just kind of dodged him. Like he was just, he had no clue. That's worse than alcohol, bro. It's way worse. Because he didn't even know he was doing it. He woke up in jail and did not know how he got there and the cop had to tell him how he got there. And that's what he did to get there, was weave all over the road Jesus. at night. And he had no well, idea thank, he did it. Thank God he didn't die or nobody got hurt. You and know, they showed him the footage of him doing it. Yeah. And he, oh, wow. he said he couldn't believe it. They showed him the footage. <laughs> and then he was like, yeah, so I stopped taking Ambien. So don't take but I've heard stories like that though, like people take Ambien and just do shit unaware, you know. How is that legal? I that's what I'm saying. Like the, it it was like an illegal drug probably, and then these fuckers took it and they manipulated it a little bit, and then now they're selling it as legal stuff. Oh, well, it's not crack anymore. It's fucking Ambien. Right. Yeah. That's good. That's okay. Yeah, it's not meth, it's Adderall. It helps you study. Jesus. 
and also makes all your teeth fall out. <laughs> and it's highly addictive, but fuck it. Don't, do you want to pass that test? Fucking take this Adderall. All right, man. Hey, I know it's late, and I know that I'm sorry I talked to you for so long. But uh, yeah, yeah, the good news is that uh, you're on a podcast, so that's nice. Okay, yeah. (laughs) I've been recording it this whole time. No worries, shit. I don't think I said anything too crazy. Well, no, you 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 did say where you worked. I'm gonna take that out. Okay. I even marked. I even marked when you said it, so I'm gonna okay. take that out. Yeah, but uh, I was gonna let you know. I didn't want to like just post it without letting you know. So, do you consent? I consent. Okay, cool. Because <laughs> you know, I told you like we always have like these really long, productive, interesting conversations, and I've told and you we several. We gotta work shit out, man. We gotta work shit out. Well, somebody has to do it. Well, yeah, I mean, and leave it up to Justin Miller and Charles Randall to save the day. And and you can say whatever, you know, um, yeah. Because God knows the people in charge who are supposed to save the world won't do it, so we have to. Hey, let it be what it is, you know? (laughs) Well, awesome, man. Well, uh, yeah, no, this was fun. I'm glad I could finally, like record one of our conversations because they're always really and every every time we talk it's like this yeah, like, yeah who, we're pretty productive i think i think we we, we work through some stuff and, and you know do it through the lens of you know an agenda or some bullshit you know we just talk yeah you're one of those and people I, I don't have many people like you that i every time i talk to you we always have a really deep like good interesting conversation you know, then you call somebody up and talk about the weather for, or, you know, what new pair of shoes I got. Like, that's bullshit. Like, you know. Yeah, I hate that shit. I'm terrible at small talk. Like, I'm terrible at small talk. Uh, you know, that's why I don't even associate with a lot of people. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, okay, we can do this. Yeah, no, never mind. <laughs> it, it's, yeah, it's real hard to walk up to people and just be like, so what are your thoughts on abortion? <laughs> <laughs> You know, you can't just jump straight into big talk. You gotta like shoot the shit yeah. for a while. Oh, you watching any good movies lately? Oh. You know, it's, and then it's like, God, fucking kill me. I don't want to talk about this, but yeah, no, you're one of those people, man. I can just talk to you about big stuff, and it's like we just we just go. It's really nice. So we'll have to do this again for sure. Well, we're gonna talk oh. again anyway. But I mean, yeah, 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 like record it again. That'd be good. Well, all right, man. I was going to post a thing on Facebook. If um, two white girls come up missing tonight, <laughs> I had nothing to do with it. Um, they went home safe and sound. Uh-huh. My dog jumped on one of them. That's the only thing I'm admitting to. Like, nothing happened. They left here safe and sound. They're in their Mormon homes now. <laughs> They're their Mormon Charles homes. Randall did not kill any Mormon women. <laughs> I have no reason to do oh. that. Oh. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Well, I'm glad you said that because I just got an Amber Alert. I just got an Amber Alert for two Mormon white chicks in the DFW area. It says that their vehicle was a bicycle and there was no license plate. So, oh, they were in a car. Oh, that's right. They drove. 
<laughs> oh shit golly i can't yeah you know, i'm still trying know, to wrap my head know, around the quality, that remember like you yeah know, the boys get bikes the I girls just, get a car i can't believe they let a woman drive i just it's just <laughs> <laughs> i mean what's next you're gonna see a chick with a hijab and her They'll cleavage hanging out <laughs> All right, Charles Randall. Thanks, man. <laughs> All right, Justin. I hope you have a good night, have a good dude. One, man. Yeah, you too, buddy. All right, man. We'll talk to you later. Later on. All right, see you.